Hello and welcome to the Board Shorts podcast brought to you by Get On Board Australia, the destination for new and aspiring board members and company directors. This podcast is called Board Shorts because boards and governance can sometimes be a really dry topic. And if I can't communicate board and director related concepts and information to you in 30 minutes or less, then I don't think I'm doing it right. I'm Lisa Cook, Founder and Managing Director of Get On Board Australia, and I hope to make this podcast and the information I share valuable and useful to new and aspiring company directors and board members like you. Welcome back to another episode of Diary of a Board Member. These are short episodes where I check in and have a chat with you about things that are happening for me personally in my board career that I think is valuable to share with the Get On Board Australia community, things that are happening in the governance and board landscapes and topics that are sort of bubbling up just organically from talking with people who are on boards right now or are looking to get on boards in the near future. So today's episode is entitled, It's More Than Just Getting On A Board. So I want to talk about sort of the lure or attractiveness of just getting on a board in the first place, just so you can talk about being on a board or being a director. It's all well and good to have that desire, but there are some things that we might need to consider before getting on a board that seem to be getting lost in the conversation around board service and why you may want to serve on a board. So what I see is that there are a lot of places and people urging and helping you to get onto a board, some of them charging a significant amount of money for it. And that's another topic that I'll address in the future. But what I see less emphasis on is the area that I feel needs to be first addressed before anyone embarks on starting or building a board career And that's around your awareness of what it truly means to be a company director. What I'm talking about are all of the duties, responsibilities, accountabilities, and risk, personal risk, that you undertake and take on by the very nature of becoming a director. Now, it's true that gaining a board position is an exciting moment, and I don't want to take away from that. But the bright lights of being bestowed the title of director can sometimes be blinding. Getting a seat at the table isn't where your hard work actually ends. It happens to be where it all begins. Imagine walking into your first board meeting, meeting everyone, exchanging pleasantries. You're all settled in, ready for the meeting to start. And then the weight of what you've signed up for lands heavily on your shoulders. The language is different. The processes are foreign. People are asking strange questions and making curious suggestions to solve substantial and complex problems. You don't know what you're meant to say, what you're meant to do, or what your options are. You sit there like a deer in headlights and hope that you make it through this meeting without saying something stupid that doesn't make the other directors question why they voted you onto the board. Yeah, I've actually been there. The first step that anyone should be taking 
before they even start to look for a board is to understand what you're getting yourself into. Understanding your director's duties is an obvious start. On top of that, I would also include gaining some awareness and knowledge of what makes a good director. The best practices that you should be doing to make you a valued and valuable team player. Understanding the gravity of the role of director and what you're responsible for. The considerations about your personal asset protection, how boards generally operate so you know what to expect at your first meeting, or certainly be able to see where some procedures may be lacking. The way a board can run efficiently and effectively. And super importantly, understanding the financial reports and financial statements. And that's just a starting point. Much of this information is readily and easily available online. You just need to be aware of it, seek it out, read it, and of course, comprehend it. Take a look at the curriculum I've established for Boardroom Bootcamp that was set up to address this need of essential director knowledge. You can find that at boardroombootcamp.com.au. Use that curriculum as a jumping off point to know what information you need to be looking for on the internet where you can learn more. And of course, seek out that information from reputable sources. Or you can just expedite that process and jump straight into the Boardroom Bootcamp course. If you approach this part of your board career, as much as I see people approaching finding a board seat, we may not be having some of the governance crises we are currently seeing. Those who are not comfortable with having to live up to the standards of a good board member can opt out before it becomes an issue for them, the board they serve, and the organisation. Being on a board appears glamorous from the outside, and there is certainly a lot of value and reward in board service. However, it is anything but the high-flying image that is often portrayed. There's no fancy yachts, there's no private jets, there's no cushy seats with velvet lining or whatever it is. People don't hold you up on a pedestal. There's actually a lot of responsibility that comes with being a director. The Banking Royal Commission has shown us what it can be like for board members when things go wrong and when they go wrong very publicly. And make note, I didn't say if they go wrong, I said when they go wrong. The community expectations of board members are very high, and so they should be. We need to take that expectation onto ourselves and do everything we can to deliver on it and live up to those expectations. Anything less, I think, is a disservice to our boards, our organisations, and most importantly, ourselves. A further benefit to consciously developing your governance knowledge is that you'll be more attractive to boards when it does come time for you to seek a board role. Demonstrating proactive investment into your governance education sets you apart from many others vying for the boardroom. So what's my main point to all of this? I think to wrap it up nicely in a nice neat bow, the main point I want to emphasize is not to get distracted and seduced by the fantasy of being on a board, 
without first having taken the time to really, really understand what is required and expected from you as a director, the risk that you personally expose yourself to, and how best to function in and execute the role of director so that the proverbial doesn't hit the fan, or it certainly reduces the likelihood and consequences, and that you actually have fun doing it. Board service can be fun, but it needs to be taken seriously. I hope this helps. Uh, Feel free to leave a comment, uh, get in touch. You can find me at getonboardaustralia.com.au and I'd love to hear from you if you've got any questions for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.